I felt and saw this presence of something like a ghost. As I was reaching for my keys, something growled at me coming out of the basement. It was bad energy. I was sort of feeling like I was letting Satan out of hell. I saw out of the corner of my eye what I thought was the girl falling off the roof. I, I couldn't think. It was so loud and I was so terrified that I just froze. I'm not calling for that. I'm calling because I'm freaking out here. I felt this presence try to push itself down on top of me very violently. It would not go away. It was freaking me out. And I look at my arm and it's got a scratch on it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ghost of Greystone Beverly Hills. This is episode 13. Wow. Yeah. Lucky 13. Yeah. Lucky Kristen 13. Oh, oh. oh my God. Action. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. Can you believe this? No, I can't. <clears throat> Number Man. 19. This is wild. It is. It sure is. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. Ghost of Greystone Beverly Hills. That's right. Oops. Oh. Action! <laughs> oh my God! Well, see, this is now because yeah. we're doing it. It's working. Uh-huh. It's finally working. Yeah. This is your not, problem. You're not working, but <laughs> this is. <laughs> what an ass! You good? Ready to go, ladies? Fire it up, and gentlemen. This is show twenty. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Greystone, Beverly Hills. This is it. We're tapping out. Done. So get ready, my friends. Here we go. Itching. Beautiful. Show 20. Show 20. Good Energy. Lord. I'm ready. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to Ghost of Greystone Beverly Hills. My name is Cleet. And I'm Chris. And we are those Keith brothers. And guess what? You made it to the 20th. We, we made, made it, it to the 20th. To the 20th show. So we're really excited that we got to to, to get this far mm-hmm. to the very end. And this show is going to be called Here, There, and Everywhere. That's right. And, and all the, the stories you're going to hear today, tonight, tomorrow, wherever you are, uh, are outside on the property itself, not inside the mansion. And it's crazy outside in the property as well. And you're going to find out. This we're is a have, good one. Yeah. Apparitions, uh, black shadows, attacks, attacks, uh, and and electrified. Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. You're, you're going to love that one. Okay. That's a really good one, too. Yeah. There's some great ones that, that corroborate each other. Right. You're, you're going to love it. Okay, and before it. it starts, yes. I have a couple things. Yes. One is Here, There, and Everywhere. Did you know that that was uh, Paul McCartney and John Lennon's most, it was the most underrated song of all their songs? And they said that was the one they picked that they liked the most. Oh, did wow. you know that? I did not know I that. Looked that and up. I'm a Beatle. I know you are. And that's that's the one they said they liked the best. There's a it's song really called "Here, There, and Everywhere." And, and it's fantastic. Yeah, and, and I chose that title because of the Beatles for this. Oh, uh, and you didn't even know that little hint, a little. Right, no, because you're always so great. Eh, Give it a rest. Yeah, that's. And sorry, there is no sound of the week this week. Yeah, last week yeah. we have something. We have something. You should. I, well, we have something different. We it's, have something it's, different. It's not, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> very different, but it's fun. 
Yeah. We wanted something to end on a little different, something fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. So won't be that great for the people listening. I, I was just thinking about that, Ryan. We should have done a sound and then yeah. uh, something else. Yeah. You know? Well, they'll, they'll, they'll be sound, but uh, you, you'll set it up. Yeah. They, yeah it, we'll figure it, it out. It is what it is. Yeah. Can, listen to it. Jump over to uh, YouTube. Yeah. It, there'll be a chapter marking for it. You'll know what it is when you yeah. hear this this episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's start in because I'm very excited about this show, man. I, I, I love the stories we have outside the mansion. Right. So tell me what's what's our first okay. well, story. First up uh, involves Ranger Chan. Um, this one also relates to episode 11 from The Break Room. Um, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I can correlate that, I think. Um, Chan, who kind of has the gift, uh, told me that uh, he called me uh, not long after this situation took place. And... Um, he is, uh, you know, I think I'm just going to let him tell you. <laughs> yeah, I was thank you. I was just going to jump in and say, stop. took me 20 stop. shows. Stop. <laughs> stop right there. Okay. We'll play the first one. Yeah, yeah. Because this, this is really bizarre, but we've heard this kind of thing before. Yes, we have. Here we go. Yeah. So I came here at 6.30 in the morning, pulled up to the driveway, went up to the west courtyard. I stopped my car there. First thing to go in to you know unlock the gate and you know, on the mansion and do that first before I head up top. Well, this morning it was a beautiful day, nice day, so I backed my car in to take a picture of the car in the background with the gray snow. Upon taking a picture of it, my back was turned towards the Richie Rich gate. I was taking first, I'm taking photos of the car, and I thought behind me in the courtyard a sound like a man moaning in pain. So I continued taking pictures, turned around, walked towards the Richie Rich gate, and then unlocked the lock and chain of it. I make a whole bunch of, uh, the chain makes a lot of rally noise and stuff like that. But inside the courtyard, I thought I could hear that same agony and pain a man groaning. So I held the chain tight to keep it from rally making any sort of noise. I just caught like a little enemy, like, uh, ah, and then it just cuts. I'm like, hmm, nah, can't be. So, you know, I opened the gate, continue into the courtyard, walk inside the mansion, unlocked it, disarmed the, 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 the alarm, and I stood inside the, 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 inside the front uh, entrance, you know, quiet. All right, so continue walk out to the courtyard, attempt to walk towards the fountain to turn it on. Right when I pass the courtyard, and I thought I heard the same sound again. Ah, ah. And that was just like, you know, I, I felt now, say, okay, definitely, I know it's the man screaming and acting in pain, but it's like distant, it's far. I'm like, don't know pinpoint where, if it's coming from the basement, in the mansion. But you know it's that place that that the bowl of the courtyard, so I can't really be pinpoint precise where the sound comes from. So I stood there in silence for maybe like a minute just to see, okay, if can I hear the sound again? Hopefully I can pinpoint exactly the point. And nothing. I'm like, okay, fine. So I continue walking towards, open up the courtyard door, the double wooden door. As I open up the wooden door. You know, it makes a lot of noise. I, was like, I thought I heard a sound. 
now it's, I'm closer to the kitchen, uh, uh, cave and kitchen door now, because by the wooden door. And I heard that sound again, so I stopped the wooden door in place and stood there. And I just catch a little bit, the end part of it is like, ah! And I just faint. So from that point, it's like, I recall hearing this a recording that's recorded many years ago. You know, like Euclid or, or Steve that's played the sound and we, and we played that a lot on the mm -hmm. tour and that one sound that I did recognize was the very same sound that's on that recording what, what sounds he talking about screams and whales screams and whales oh so what we played for you uh, before uh, on I don't know what episode it was where we played the screams and whales and you cleaned it up and everything yeah. and played it that's what he's hearing in the courtyard, but and, he described it as a moaning, a way uh, like a uh, yeah. But, but it's but it it was probably more no. of a. <laughs> and if you listen, that guy goes uh, scream. So that's that's probably what he's hearing again. It's just so and he, incredible. He, he referred to the bowl of the courtyard, and the bowl is like the center. When you're standing in there, it's really hard to discern where a sound is coming from because yeah. there's echoing. It's all surrounded by. By limestone, isn't yep, it? That's right. So it's echoes no matter where you are. You can't kind of tell where the sound's yeah, coming from, even right. when you're talking. Right. It's an odd, odd place. Yeah. But I'm I'm guessing he's correct. Um, and you know there there are windows to the north side of the servants' wing that remember that are open down in the basement. Remember that where people would step on that that metal and it was king king, you know, uh, against the the mm. wall. No, you don't remember. That? No, I have to okay. look at it. All right, okay. I'm visual. Yeah, so uh, it, it's there are literally like an open window down below in the basement that you can hear the you can hear the the fountain running and everything. It's oh yeah yeah I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and so I see that would be uh, an area in which down you there. would hear a voice or something mm. down inside that mm. that that mansion. What is that incredible? That's just a great story. Yeah, that's pretty freaky. Man, oh man, to hear that. And that's remember, he's getting there, he's opening up. So he's opening up the Richie Rich gates, which are which were built for Richie Rich the film. Uh we just left them in there because it closes off the uh yeah. the inner courtyard to the public from the outside of the West Court. So yeah. uh he's there by himself early morning and, and he's hearing this. It's just right. amazing, amazing. Um the next story. Yeah. This is a bizarre story. Uh that we haven't had as yet. This is with Dan Hernandez. Oh, is this in the AFI lot? Uh, yes, it is, I believe. Okay. Outside the mansion. Yeah. yeah, it has to be. It's outside. AFI lot. This, so, this interview took place two days after the incident. Okay. By the way. Okay, so um, the AFI lot is a small little lot that's right off the uh, firehouse. It's on the uh, east side of the firehouse. And um, and AFI is the AFI American Film Institute when they were there. So uh, and then right off that that restroom, the men's restroom is the AFI lot. So this was uh, Dan got a hold of me uh, and told me about it. We did the interview, like Chris said, uh, two days later. And this is a bizarre one. This is really strange. Let's let Danny get into All right. it. Really? You're going to let Dan tell a story instead of you? So he pulls up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. I forgot the second thing I was going to mention, <laughs> yeah. by the way, when we started. Yeah. I had the first thing, and then the second thing was... 
What? That. Why what? is that sitting there? Why did you put that there? I didn't put it there. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go to Dan. Here we go. I come in, I drive in down the driveway, and my normal routine, I back into the parking space in the AFI lot. And this time was, and this time only, well, this is the only time that I backed into the handicap spot. My first time ever. I usually park right next to the handicap spot. So I don't know if this has anything to do with it. <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, I'm on my, uh, I'm on my phone. I'm looking at YouTube videos. And what time is this? This is uh, 5.45, 5.50 a.m. Dark. Um, I'm watching YouTube videos, and all of a sudden I hear like this scratching, and I felt the scratching on my car. And I hit pause um, of the video that I was playing, and I'm looking in all of my mirrors, my my you know, right mirror, my left mirror, my rear view mirror, and I, I don't see anything, but I'm, I'm just, I'm frozen, because I'm just, I'm just looking, my eyes are just going back and forth at each mirror to see if I see anything. Now, uh, while you're looking in your mirrors, is the scratching going on at that time, or was it over by then? It was over by then. Um, it happened so fast, um, but it was a little delay to it, because... While I was watching the videos, it was happening in, in, so it was probably like a, like a good long three seconds of this. And, you know, my car, you know, was like bumped or something and like a, like a scratching on the car. And where was the scratching? It was towards the, the, the trunk and, 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 and the back windshield, back window. And so what did you do once you heard that? I actually just stood in my car because I was freaked out. And then I got out, um, you know, about a minute later and didn't see anything. And didn't notice any scratches on the car or anything. Did you feel anything? It, at, when I got out of the vehicle, no. Okay. No. It wasn't a bird or something that landed in the back? I mean... No, no, it was it wasn't a bird. It wasn't a bird. It, it just I don't know what it was. But you felt you said like there was movement to the car. Yeah, it, it, my car felt like it was moved, like it was bumped. Hmm. What do you think it was? Honestly, what do you think it was? Well, I mean, you know the the stories have been going around, and you know there's there's some type of entity near the AFI lot and in in restrooms here and so it, it it must be something like that but nothing you could rationally say oh it was a tree branch cuz you're parking under a tree oh yeah i mean yeah i mean they're they're you know in essence, bushes, but yeah, they they weren't touching my car, or we weren't that I wasn't that close to it, so yeah, nothing like that could have rubbed. Just weird. It and, was weird. And it moved. 
You felt like it actually moved your car? Oh yeah, it, it my car like shook a little bit. I mean it was it was and that's why I stopped my video right away. I'm like, this is not happening right now. But it was happening. And it was dark. I mean, it was, you know, 5.45, 5.50, you know, this, this time of the year, it's dark in the morning. Wow. I mean, I mean, he, the way that, he explained it. That's Ranger, Ranger Dan. Ranger Hernandez. Dan, Senior Ranger Dan. And, and, it's, and it's scary, but imagine being there in your vehicle by yourself and it's dark. And that AFI lot is wild, man. And we've had... There are other stories that are in the book of people talking about seeing black shadows. Andrea, door, a door, a light comes on inside a little, it's like a, a storage mm-hmm. unit right across the FI lot. She's there and a light comes on and she's looking at it going, you, there's no way that light can come on. It has to be somebody inside and it's locked. That area is crazy. Yeah. And that really shook up Dan. I remember that talking to him. He was, he was like, God, I was just, you know, afraid to go back. Afraid to go back and yeah. park there because you don't know. I what... could see why. I yeah. mean, he's all alone and it's it's five forty five or whatever in the morning and it's there's no there's no light. It's not even no man. It's really yet. dark. Yeah, that must have been really scary. For yeah, him. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the next up is Jesse, and um, he has a similar okay similar so, thing. So this corroborates Dan in a way. This this was this was actually horrifying, mm-hmm. and and this guy. Um, I never could get in touch with him after I interviewed him. Oh, I tried to find him, could not find him. Jesse, if you're out there, thanks what, for, for a follow up. Or yeah, just uh, thanks for for doing the interview. Um, he worked for a security company, mm. and uh, what happened to him in the AFI lot is off the charts. You're, you're, you're gonna we're gonna is, hear it, or do you gonna, want to talk about it? Well, let me tell you. He pulls <laughs> up. All right, hang on. Let's go. Mm. You want to hear it now? All right, all right. Here we go. Lousy. My truck was parked right here. In the AFI, called the AFI lot, yeah. Okay, at the AFI mm-hmm. lot, and um, I was in my truck, you know, and then suddenly... Um, Tell me what time this is. What, what, what? I mean, it was probably like around 11.30. At night. At night. Okay. Everybody's gone. They closed the gates. And so I'm there. Um, the first day was fine. Second day, because I, 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 stayed, I stayed here for four nights. Okay. I said day is night. Okay, so the second second nights when I started feeling like something was out there outside my window, you know, my, my driver's side. Now you're sitting. Are, are you in the 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 um, parking spots that are marked? Or are you in the center of the parking lot? I was in the in the um, marked spots. Marked, yeah, okay. marked spots. Okay. And so I'm parked long ways, and so that's when I started feeling. I started feeling like somebody was actually right there, you know, right close to my window, it's just staring at me. And you can feel it, you, can, you know how, how mm-hmm. you feel when, when there's a presence, you know, somebody, someone's there, someone's... And so since I started feeling that, I got kind of, kind of, you know, kind of scared, and I might, you know, give it here, so I, they started... You got like goosebumps? Yeah, I started getting goosebumps. And so what I did was, I looked at, at my jacket, because I had my jacket on, on the passenger seat, I grabbed it, since I was kind of you know, scared because I was like, I'm feeling like some, that someone's looking at me. So I put the jacket covering the window. To cover the window. To cover the window. And I, I, I stayed just like that, you know, just holding the, my jacket with my head. And I, I'm still, though, I'm still feeling like someone's there, you know, just standing out there looking at me, staring at me. And that, that was the whole night. 
Now the third night, I had to come back again, so I came back again. Now can I ask you a question? So each night that you were parked there, the first three nights, you felt like something was out there. was out there. All night? All night. Okay. It was creepy, yeah. But the third night is when something happened uh, where uh, I'm in the same spot, and so I'm in the truck. I'm still feeling like someone's there staring at me. But this time, I didn't feel like no one actually got in the back of my truck. But, you know, my cabin? My cabin? Someone hit it four times, really hard. And that was like, like around, I think, what, one o'clock at night, in the morning, one o'clock in the morning. But they hit it, it was like a, like a hen. They, yeah, just four times landing, you know? And on, on the back of, oh, on No, on the top of my the cab. Of the cab. Yeah, the cab, yeah. So you talk about the, the cab behind you or your cab? No, my sleeping? cab where, I, where I'm sitting. But I didn't feel anybody actually getting on top of my truck. So back then and then when that happened, I'm thinking, okay, should I look? I mean, I, wait, I got mirrors. Should I look? No, but if I look, if I see something, I'm gonna get. So my mind's playing games with me now. Okay, what do I do? Do I do I look? Do I not look? But what if I see something? So I, you know, it still beat me. I had to look. So I looked, nothing. So I got off of the truck. I looked. There was nobody anywhere around to be seen. So who hit the the top of my my cab? So you actually got out of the truck and looked around. Wow. And there was no nobody there, nothing there. But I'm still, I got that, you know, feeling, Goosebumps. you know, that someone's there. Mm -hmm. But that was, the, and then that's what, and then after that, what I did, I drove down. I was like, that's it, I'm not, I can't stay here. I, I, I drove down, you know, you need a combination to open the gate. Yeah. Back then, I don't mm -hmm. know if you used to do that. But I put the combination and I just stayed over there. I locked the gate and I stayed, I stayed out right there. At, right outside the gate. Right outside right the gate. Outside and the I was like, I'm not going to go in there anymore. <laughs> so I stayed, I stayed out there and then in the morning, um, one of those water trucks, you know, the water, mm -hmm. water guys and the white trucks, he, he saw me with the light on top. He saw me, he's like, hey, so uh, who's been staying all these nights here? And I was like, well, it's me. Yeah. He's like, have you, have you seen anything? Have you... Has anything happened while you've been here? And I was, I, you know, I don't know what's going on because nobody told me this place was, you know, haunted. So yeah, so he, so I'm like, yeah, it's been me, you know. So you haven't seen anything? Nothing's happened? I was, and then that got me thinking, and I, it reminded me of what you know, had just happened. So I told him about what happened, and he was just so. What's down? Oh, okay. He was just so so impressed, and he just kept on, you know, asking me, so what, what was it, how did, how did it happen? So I kept on telling him what happened and stuff. And then uh, the next night, I just, I didn't, I didn't want, you know, I mean, I came in in the beginning, because, you know, everybody's here. But right after, right after everybody left, I did the same thing. I went out there, I just stayed over there, because I didn't want to be in here, you know? But I had a headache for four days straight because of what happened. So you never saw anybody, and there's no way it was... It, you didn't have any other guards that was playing a prank on you or anything? No, there was nobody here, just me. It was, they just wanted one guard. Wow. <laughs> For those four nights in a row. You're brave to do what you did. I mean, I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't, but you the know? first three nights, when you're feeling something, that's creepy. Well, yeah, but I mean, you see, I mean, if you knew that, that, that this place is haunted, then you, you wouldn't have done it. You wouldn't have stayed. And then as soon as you started feeling that, you, you just, I was just gone out. But so, I didn't know. They so just kept, the first, the first day, the first night when I was about to stay, everybody kept on asking, oh, so who's going to stay the night? 
and then uh, you know everybody kept on, on just smiling, laughing, you know, laughing at me because I was gonna stay. And I kept on asking them, "So what's going on? How come you guys are laughing?" And they just kept on laughing. And I, but nobody told me anything. They didn't, I guess I guess nobody wanted to stay. You know, most of the guards already knew about this place, wow. and I was new back then. That was my first. That was my first day. So nobody wanted to tell me. Nobody told me anything. And so then, they all knew, but they didn't want to tell me. Right. They, they probably had experiences or knew about experiences here and went, let the new guys stay here. Yes, because nobody wanted to do it. Did you ever tell them about what happened? Yeah, I told everybody about it. What did, did you remember what they said? What they, 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 were just, they were just, ah, no, they, you know, nobody believes you. You know, they, they, they think they, you're just making it up, you know. Or you fell asleep and you dreamt about it. Yeah, come on, you know. <laughs> you can't. You, you, you're feeling like someone's here. Yeah. You can't sleep like that. Wow. You know. You get the goosebumps, but yeah. that—that's that, what happened to me. That's awesome. Yeah, it's the real deal here. And so, it's and, oh, and so, 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 so then that water guy—he told me the whole story about what happened here, the things mm -hmm. that you know, incidents. And so, and I was like, oh my goodness! I, <laughs> I said, oh my goodness! I can't believe I stayed here. I would have not stayed right. if I would have known. Would you, if they said, hey, this place is haunted? Would you have believed it? It would have been in my mind. I mean, and, and uh, I mean that that could have played games with my mind, and, and even even though things would have been happening, then you know, I mean, think about it. I mean, I would have had that in my mind, so I'm thinking, wait, no, it's probably not true. It's not happening. Right. But then when this happened, you know, I mean, if that would have happened, I would I would I don't know what would have happened. Yeah, because then, like you said, I would have known. Yeah. So it would have been worse. So without, it's actually better that you didn't know. Yeah, because I was all by myself. Yes, not only is it and better. I, and it was, it was locked. So yeah. I had the combination. Yeah. <laughs> I still had to get off of the truck. And so if I would have known, oh my gosh, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's so much better that you didn't know. Right, because then, first of all, you, you're not thinking it's haunted. So you have no frame of reference to like, oh, this is going to be a scary night. So you're just sitting here, but you're starting to feel things. Right, right. And I wonder why it hit your truck on the third night. Why didn't it do the first night? Right? We, I, we, who knows? But that's interesting. Yeah. That you're feeling it. You're feeling it. You're hiding it. You're yeah. like, I don't want it. Boom. It hit. And hard four times. It just landed four times. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. I had a headache for four days. I can't forget that, yeah. So was it four days during your, 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 your time here or four days after you left? You know did, what I mean? Did what? Did, uh, did your headache? Was it while you were here well, no, or no. four days uh, after? As soon as that happened, you know, that, that night, mm -hmm. from then on. Those days was, after that yeah, hamming on a thing. It, I, yeah, I had this crazy? headache. It was just terrible, yeah, because I, you know, I couldn't forget it. And then knowing that I have to come back again, you know, I mean, that. So you had how many? You had to come back after one more night. One more night. Were you dreading? I was <laughs> just like, I don't want to yeah. come back here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is insane. And here he is talking about the water guys, because up in the top is is a, a twenty million gallon water reserve reservoir. Yeah, you know, right. reservoir underneath the the parking lot, and so that's the DWP in essence for for Beverly Hills. So they have to come and check the water and do all that stuff. So they know all about it. They know the place is haunted. Everybody knows the place is haunted. This poor guy, they never told <clears> him. <throat> Who is they? Who's he talking about that we're talking Other about? Other security it? guards. Oh. So he's a brand new security guard where they were shooting a, a film or a, a series. And uh, 
So then you always have a security guard. If right. there's a Jenny out there, whatever. Generator. They'll, they'll be out there and make sure nobody comes in and does whatever to it. So they, it's just standard to have, yeah, they yeah. have the set lockdown yeah. and security. Every over. time you shoot, there there's security guards. And this poor guy, his first, his first night, and everybody's laughing at him. And then when he tells them, yeah, something did happen, they don't believe him. Well, the funny thing is, is why wouldn't they believe him? Because... He he's not. Why would he make something up when he didn't even know about it? Right. I don't. You know, I, I, he's, yeah. he's asking them, "Was this place haunted?" But again, it's justification. Yeah. Even the people that know it's haunted, right. hear it from somebody who says, "No, guess what happened to me?" They go, "Yeah, right. Come on." Yeah. They won't. They don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. boy, was that a great, yeah. great story? That poor guy, man. And I wanted to talk to him again. I had other other questions I wanted to ask him. And I couldn't find his number. I, yeah, Jesse, if you're out there, please get a hold of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, what a great yeah, story, man. Yeah, Poor yeah, guy. Yeah. Poor guy, man. Gar well, we don't want to say that name. Okay, I'll bleep it out. We'll take that out. Is he what? He goes by G. Oh, oh, okay. Remember All that? right, we'll go by G. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a strange story. This is an I think, odd I think it's one. The only one like it is. Yeah, this is the only one we had. I mean, we've we we've had other things happen in the restroom, which we'll talk about. Uh, but this was an odd one because it came out of the blue for this guy, and he was it, and he was like really thrown. Oh. So and uh, the ranger he's talking about is Ranger Patrick. Ranger Patrick. Who was outside in the AFI lot at this time. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's listen to it. Roll. We're the audio um, integration company doing the AV in the, um, the theater. Okay, so yeah. you're working on the theater here at yes. Greystone. Yes. And then you, your first day here, um, tell me what happened. second day here. Okay. First day here was during the, uh, the bid interview, pre-bid interview. Okay. Um, meeting, I should say. Mm -hmm. And then my second day, on my second trip here, what was that for? I forgot what it was. Um, a brief meeting with someone on site. And before leaving, oh yeah, we had to lay out the cable tray and the um, projection booth. And before leaving, I figured I'd use the restroom because I don't know how long my commute would be. So let me relieve myself before I leave. And so I'm in the restroom. I'm the only one in the restroom. Um, the door is open. I can see the door from my peripheral. So I know no one walked in while I was in. I remember on the way in, the three stalls, I think there were three stalls, stall doors. They were both swung open, out wide open. So I could tell there was no one in there. Um, the stall to my left, which is the uh, handicap stall, that one was also open. So I know for sure no one else was in the restroom. And I'm using the restroom, and I so hear... So you're, you're standing at a urinal using... Yes, I'm okay. standing at okay. a urinal, and mm -hmm. urinal, and mm -hmm. to my right, uh, my estimation is no more than four feet, five feet to my right is audibly, I heard... <sighs> and it startled me because there's no one to my right. And so I'm, I thought maybe someone had walked in, and they're in the stall, even though... So I'm tricking myself. I have... You know, based on my perception, that was closer than the stall. But since there's no one there, it must be someone in the stall. So as I got done, I did this to see if I saw some feet there and there's no feet. So I go, there must be a child and they're standing on the toilet seat. So I walked around and I looked at the door and the door is still in the position that it was. When I walked in, no one was there. The other two stalls, no one was there. And now I'm like... Am I hearing things? So I still didn't believe because I'm like, there's no way. Maybe I'm tired. So I go outside and the ranger was sitting in his truck. He was actually getting ready to leave. The engine was running. And I said, hey, um, 
tell me something. Is this place haunted? And I was kidding at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't serious because I'm thinking there's no way. So I'm, my the ex- reaction I'm expecting from him is, no, get out of here. Why would you say that? And he turns his chalk off and goes, what do you mean? Well, yes, it is. Well, what do you mean? And I go, really? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had events like this. And I go, no, dude, you're serious? And he goes, yeah. And so he walks me over. He wants me to show him where it happened. And I said, this restroom. And he goes, this restroom. And, he goes, and I said, yeah, why is that a big deal? And he goes, just last week, I think he said last week, um, one of the cleaning personnel was there, a female, and she had her hair pulled. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm getting goosebumps all over. Like, okay, so that was really an encounter. And, and I was like, wow. So, so that was the... Um, Okay. Was the start and finish of my my encounter or okay. my experience. Okay, so when you, did you feel any energy, any buzz or anything while you were there? Not because you were f- afraid, but energy off of anything that might have been in there with you. I, I can't say I did. Okay. I can't say I recall feeling any difference in the environment or mm-hmm. any energy, whether chills or heat mm-hmm. or no. I don't remember feeling anything. And the sound was... Was, was it sound male or female? It, it sounded like a male. Okay. It, it just that's a deep, heavy sigh, and and I can't even guess what the mood would have been. Is it tired, and I'm now relieving with the sigh, or is it frustration? <sighs> you know, I don't I, I don't know what it was. I just know I heard a deep male sounding like a male's uh, voice um, tone, mm-hmm. a deep sigh, heavy sigh. And you thought it was possibly in the stall next to you. It That's where was, it sounded like it came it, from. It, yes. Okay. Yes. And so, but thinking it was a child... Because you, I saw no feet on it. Exactly, exactly. But the the voice sounded more like a, an adult. Adult, yes, yeah. absolutely adult. Okay. It wasn't a child. It, it, it was an adult. Okay. I just only thought maybe it's a child because I saw no feet. Because only a child would stand on the seat. And right. so, you know, I can't see their feet. What do you think it was? What do I think it was? Well, <laughs> what else could it be? Um, I, 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 it's kind of like, um, even though I'm in technology, I still don't know how half the things we do work, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, what happens inside the box, mm-hmm. but I know it works. I know if I connect the speaker and I connect it to this amplifier and that person talks on the microphone, some way, somehow their diaphragm transmits energy into the speaker. The diaphragm in the microphone works and it sends that signal out to the speaker and now the diaphragm in the speaker vibrates and you hear the sound. But beyond that, I can't tell you what else happens inside the box. So I use that as, uh, as, as an example. Um, I can't tell you how um, um, the, un- the, the non-living would be able to make audible sounds or make things move or make people hear things that are not there. Because I've heard, after mentioning this to other folks, I've heard that, um, I guess the night crew, when they go lock up inside the theater, after walking away from the door, they hear like the whole building collapsed and they open the door and everything is the same. I don't know how something that's not mm-hmm. tangible that's not there can physically make things move and sound i don't know but i know what i heard so that's one more event in the 47 years that i've been alive to help me maybe convince me that it is possible so mm-hmm. even if i was on believer before now i believe a little bit more because i heard it Okay. Someone didn't tell me. I experienced this for myself. And so, what is your final conclusion? And what do you think it might be? Because I don't know. I'm asking what, what your what your feeling is. <laughs> well, well, you know, adding all the data we, that I've gathered from the, the stories that people have told me, their experiences, or you know, whether firsthand or secondhand, it has to be maybe someone that lived here years ago, um, and you know, 
maybe they're unhappy with all the activity. I don't know if this is is the most, um, I don't know how many upgrades they've had here in the last several years. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe they're just not happy with the changes. Um, and, and so they're a little unsettled. And so I don't know if the, um, the things that we hear or experience is um, just frustration or, or it's frustration and with the, um, the goal is to scare people away. Like, hey, leave us alone, get away from here. Don't do that, don't touch this. Um, so I, I, I don't. It, it seems like someone's, whoever it is, is unhappy with with strangers m meddling with their stuff. Very astute. Oh yeah, guy, yeah, 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 yeah. Articulate. Really, yeah, yeah. Very, what a cool dude. But he had great information. Yeah, yeah, and and that is, again is not. Th there were a lot of things that happened in that restroom. Um, not a lot. Only one thing that I remember in the female restroom. But in the male restroom, quite a few things. And um, uh, one which uh, is, is, is in the book, but uh, we didn't have, because it's, it's my story having talked to a guy who was on a film. And he went into that restroom, places packed with people. It's at night doing a movie. And he went in to wash his hands mm -hmm. after he used the restroom, mm -hmm. wash his hands. And he looks in the mirror. And in the mirror behind him, he sees a man standing there. And we were all out by the craft services. Everybody's eating. It's a break and everything. But well, did somebody just walk in? Well, that's what, that's what he came up to me and said, you know, I don't believe in all this stuff. I said, I'm not asking anybody to believe in it. I'm just, I'm just telling you the stories that we've heard because they asked me. He goes, can, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> and we walk away. He goes, I was just in the restroom. And I was washing my hands. And I looked in the mirror. And behind me, there was a guy standing here. And I said, well, it was a somebody from the crew or whatever he goes no 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 he was dressed like back in the 20s or 30s or something i said really and he said yeah i mean i don't know i don't I, i'm really trying struggling with this because he didn't believe in it i took him inside the house took him up the servant's wing into a room where we have all these photos that uh were used to to put right. out in the house during tours and stuff like that and uh i said was it this guy no could have been one of these guys. No. Was it this guy? That's him. Who is that guy? That's what he says to me. I said his name is Hugh Plunkett. He, what is he? I get, he, he was murdered in the mansion. That was it for him. Oh, my god! Boy, gosh. he snapped. Really? Oh, my God. What did I just see? What in the eye? He flipped oh. I, I didn't see him the rest of the night. I don't know if he went home or whatever. I didn't was see this him. this before, way before you were even documenting? That yeah, was just no. something that happened. No, so, ah. so, in, in, uh, so I wrote that whole story out in the book as I remembered it. Um, wow. But it's stuff like that. I mean, we, there's tons of things that have happened. I had I remember you telling me that story, but I for, I forgot it was yeah. Hugh Plunkett that he saw. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Yeah. And for those who didn't see. Episode, number one, no, no, the history the episode. Well, we talked about it in the history, didn't yeah, we? maybe history, yeah. Um, the murder room, number yeah. four, right? Uh, <laughs> um, that was the uh, the gentleman that was involved with he was this personal secretary, murder, murder suicide was yeah. he and Ned, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a trip, yeah. That was amazing, amazing from, from Mr. G, Mr. G. Well, thank you, Mr. G, yeah. If you ever hear this, get a hold of See, us. See, isn't that interesting? Because a lot of the people, as you know, a lot of the people have these incredible experiences, but they don't want to come forward because they think they'll be made fun of yeah. or, you know, 
no. said that they're nuts and all this stuff. But like some of these people, like like Ranger M and G and a couple police of these people, officer. yeah, uh, anonymous police officer. They, they, they just want to just play it safe. Uh, you know, I understand. And I get it. Yeah, I totally get the it. The district attorney, assistant district yeah. attorney. You know, they just don't want to yep. tarnish their reputation by people who think, oh, they, they're crazy. But you've got you've got hundreds of examples <laughs> from one place. Literally, you're not you're not an anomaly. You know? No, you're not no, standing no. out there on an island. No, the place is fantastic. Yeah. It's just so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Next up, yes, Andrea. On okay, so, so this is what he was probably talking about. I uh, I don't know. Um, there, I think there are two things within this one story from Andrea. Okay, but she's the one. She's. Uh, Do you want me to play it? Wait, 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 no, okay. no. I just want to say that she was one okay. of the uh, the people that would come and clean at night. Oh, and uh, she and Vilma at that time. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, so this was a night she was by herself, I believe. And let's let's. Oh, she listen. doesn't like that, does she? No. Well, she was. God, she has the gift majorly. Go mm-hmm. ahead. So you you try to get a hold of Vilma, and she didn't. She didn't want to talk. She was she was asleep yesterday, okay. but today when I told her, she was like, "I don't believe you. I don't believe you." Why would she not believe you? Because it's not happening to her, and I hope it doesn't happen to her. Wow. Okay. Well, tell me what happened to you then. This is yesterday, the twenty second. Yesterday, the twenty second, I got here around maybe ten, ten ish. At night. At night, or mm-hmm. even later. I I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got in, when I was driving in. Uh, the bridge that is on top of, I saw a, a, a figure there. There was someone, but I couldn't look up. I was so scared I couldn't look up. I just saw, saw it with. Up on the on the bridge, looking the bridge, at you. Looking at me, down. Okay. So today I went up there to see if I, there was a plant or something because I said there must be something. No, there's nothing on the bridge. Mm-mm. But it, it wasn't dark. It was kind of white. That's between. good. Yeah. I've never seen anything white before. Okay. Not in my, my entire life, honestly. Wow. It was a white figure. I came, I came here, and I felt the day that I was talking to you and her inside the what was the library. Mm-hmm. To on um, Friday, was it Friday or yeah Friday? Yeah. Remember we were talking inside. I think it was the library or the dining room. The dining room. It was sure. the dining room. The dining room. Yeah. I felt five times that someone did this to my hair again. But last night, I felt it, and then all of a sudden, they pulled my hair back. But where did that take place? Last night, it was inside the ladies' room. I cleaned in the firehouse. Right. I cleaned the men's room. I felt everything felt like, I felt the energy, like a weird energy all over the place, and I could feel it in my body. Tell tell me what that feels like, because I don't know. Like you're having some kind of electricity all over your your body, mm-hmm. and it it comes up and down, and all of a sudden uh, it stopped. So I went rushing to the ladies' restroom, and I was cleaning the mirror, and I was looking at the mirror, cleaning it, and there was no one behind me. And I felt when they pulled my hair back, they just grabbed me by the hair and pulled it back. And how hard did they pull you back? Hard. Really? Like, yeah, no, it didn't it it didn't hurt, but it was hard. Like calling on my attention, like, hey. So I turned around, I knew there was no one, and I turned around and I t- started talking to And what did you say? I just said, if you wanna look at me, just show yourself up. 
I want to I want to talk to you. Just stop doing this to me. Nothing. No response. You no didn't response, see anybody. No response. Nothing. Okay. Nothing but at all. But how how it had to frighten you right when that happened? Yeah, I felt really scared. I felt really scared. In fact, I left the the trash. I never do that. I left the trash inside the the storage room and the, the even the water. I didn't empty the bucket. I just said, "You know what? I'm done. I'll be here tomorrow morning." And I left. When I left, I couldn't bear to look up the 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 bridge. As I was driving down, I was scared because I, every time I get in the car, I'm I'm okay. Last night I was scared. I was scared until I got out of the of the, of the property. So they have, it's the third time in less than two weeks that they pull my hair, that they touch me, touch my hair, but this time is they pull it. The first two times they just kind of, first it was like three times and five, yeah. And this time they, they just pull it. Now, can you sense whether that's a male or a female? You no. can't tell. No, no, but I know they're, they, they want my attention. Yeah. This, this last time it's like, they really want my attention. So did you get, you had the, the, the goosebumps, did you get any like sweats or any of this? Just, no. Just goosebumps? Like no, I got the sweats energy. when I left. <laughs> yeah, when I got out of here, I started sweating. When I was here, I couldn't even sweat. Um, there was no, no breeze, there was nothing, everything was still. And uh, the only thing I remember that is that everything was still. But the light here was on. It was uh, towards the house, towards the, that entry. Mm -hmm. And I could see everything still, but some leaves moving, making a, a, a shadow move. And I was like, really? <laughs> wow. So, yeah. um, and, and that was, so the only incidences you had last night was? In the firehouse. In the firehouse. Okay, that, it, so that must be, I mean, I just can't imagine having that happen to me and how I would feel. It would scare the hell out of me. Yeah, because I was looking, I was looking into the mirror because I was cleaning the mirror. Oh my God, I just can't believe that. And so you're by yourself, you have nobody to talk to, and that's when you called Velma and I, said, hey. I, I, I texted her daughter, and let me check out what time I texted her. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10.51. Baby, do you know if your mom is awake? I think she's asleep. All the lights in her room are, are off. Okay, thank you. 10.51. So now you have to come here. That was that was last night? That was last night. So now you have to come here tonight? No, no, oh. no. Who's going to be here tonight? Anybody? Um, Luisa. Luisa and her husband. Okay. Yeah, Luisa's going to be here tonight. Yeah, she's here Monday through Friday. She has never talked about it. Do you think she has had things happen to her? Yes, I you do, do believe that, yeah. Would you find out for me as my friend? I don't want to lose another Janice. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to talk to her because she'd lose another. If she didn't know, right. all she has to do is mention the place is haunted right. and she's going to go, I'm out. Or, or if, if she knows the place is creepy and nothing's yeah. really happened to her and she says, I got my hair yanked, then they're done. I wonder yeah. how many people literally they lost because of the creepiness. Well, they maybe lost working there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they they may have said, "Look, okay, we'll I'm put not you over it, cold right. water or whatever, right. and maybe right. clean that." But it, that that must have been horrifying. Oh, and and just to see a, a figure when you're coming into the property and you go up behind by the bowling alley is this back driveway, 
and you have to go that way to get the AFI lot. And there's a bridge that connects above, and that's what it's. It's an archway. It's not a bridge, right? Because well, there's nothing. You don't drive over it or walk over. No, it. no. But it's a, it's a it's walking just, bridge. I think it was it's, architectural. Yeah, thing. yeah. Because it takes you into the gardens mm. from the house to the gardens. Oh, it's a walking bridge. Yeah, and and uh, uh, to see something looking down at you. Now she said it was white, which I was told white spirits are okay. Mm. Um. That's what Gabe saw at the front yeah. at the grand entry. He saw a white ghost up above uh, in the second floor landing. But um, for her to see that and go, oh, my God, there's somebody up there, and then get to the firehouse and feel an off vibe, mm-hmm. well, what do you think that is? Mm-hmm. You know, if she's just seen an apparition. Yeah. Oh, man. That's real creepy. Yeah, man. She had so many things happen to her when she worked there because she has the gift. Yeah. And I think that's why they tried to contact her or connect with her in that bathroom is, you know, we know you can feel us, so I'm going to let you feel this, you know. Well, this is your story again. This is what you're, you're I'm just say, that's, saying what the that's, ghosts that are thinking. That is what I said was correct. All right. Thank okay. you. Thank you. It's documented. Well, next up. Yes. Is this, this is Che. Is he under the bridge? Mm. His is a wacky story. Okay. Now you heard Andrea say that she felt like it was, you know, electricity kind of, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's listen to, to Ranger Chasen Yi, Che Yi. Mm. Let's hear what his story is about that kind of corroborates, kind of corroborates Andrea. This is fantasmo. Mm. Huh? It's great. Oh, okay. great. Saturday night, I was getting off my shift. It was about 10.30 in the evening. And it was a very cold night, and I had my windshield, go, my windshield wiper going because I had morning dew. And just as I get to this area here where the bridge is, I came to a complete stop due to the fact there was some type of silhouette or a black smoke that went across my car. At that moment on, I was... That's right, that's right, right. That moment, um, it wasn't a goosebump. It was a... Uh, but my whole body was electrified from the, from the head to toe. So you're driving down this lane. Correct. And the first thing happens is you see some kind of black mist. Mist, silhouette. And where did, where did it come from? From this wall, across my car, into this wall here, the movie theater. Comes out of the wall to the right here, mm-hmm. comes across and goes into, in essence, really the bowling alley, bowling right? Alley. And so you see this, and what did you think it was when you first saw it? I didn't know what it was. That's why I just I slammed on my brake off the car and just put my hand on my steering wheel and said to myself, what the hell was that? And my, that's when my whole body was just being, was electrified, just energy. <clears throat> so you had your headlights on. I had the headlights on. So when the headlights hit the black mist, was it solid? Was it see-through? See-through. Really, it was see-through. Mm-hmm. So it looked like, almost like, in essence, smoke? Yeah, that's black? what I thought, you know, but it was moving across the car. And it was black? Dark. Dark, black, brown, it was a, a shadow almost. And was it a shadow of, did it look like a human being? Or I, a I, it wasn't, a, it was just a figure. Um, There's no in, in indication it was a human face or human body, but it was just like a smoke just going across front of me. So when you're driving, you see that. What is your first, what are your first thoughts when you see that? Oh my God, what the f- was that? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> 
And so it goes, and you hit your brakes, it's in front of your car, and it goes into this wall to the left, which is the bowling alley. Correct. And now you're stopped here. What are you thinking? What the hell did just, just happen? At that moment on, I put my gas pedal to the floor, and I just took off, went down to the service gate. Okay, but wait a minute. When you, put, when you drove away, what happened as you were driving? I mean, my body was just still left. So you went when you went through the path of this mist. Mm -hmm. Is that when you got the electrification? Right. Uh, when I was when it was passing through me, I mean passing through the car. That's when I was electri I was electri electri electrified. Yeah. Okay. So the, it, it's in essence, it's already gone, gone. into the wall, but the you're passing its path where it went, and that's that was still electrified in essence. So that right. when you went through that, correct. It gave you a buzz. What, what was? The, what did it feel like? I was being I was being electrocuted. Like like electricity running through my body. Really, that 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 was, strong. That tense. Yeah, it wasn't goosebump feeling. It was just just zinged as that that when you touch uh, live wire. Like a socket. A or socket. Something. It was that feeling, but the whole entire body went through the whole body. Wow. Here's an odd question, but did you see it affect your car in any way? No, it did not. Okay. No, it just my, my body only. <laughs> affected you only. Yeah. You drove through. I drove through. Then what was going through your mind? Oh, it's just happened. You're driving. I just, I was just, just, just surprised. I couldn't believe what I just saw or what happened to me. And the first thing I did is when I, when I got out to the street on the other side of the gate, I called other ranger, ranger Chad, and I told him what I saw, what had happened to me. And he couldn't believe it either. Went in here, went into the bowling alley. I wonder what, where it went from there. Who knows, Who right? Who knows? Roaming around a mansion. The 12 years I've been employed with the city and working at the mansion, I refuse to watch any scary paranormal movie, any, any even comedies type, any, any scary movie. I just can't do it. Because? The fact that this place just gives me the creep, the image of especially at night. Is he, oh my God, I, I love Che. I love him, man. He's such a good guy. I hope you're well, Che. And um, uh, that, that, that story of the mist coming out and then driving through and getting electrified because wow. of the energy. Of, imagine how strong that, that oh spirit my gosh. is. That spirit must be, maybe it's the spirits down the basement. I'm just saying, because that thing is, uh, the demon is nuts. But this, to have that, your whole body be electrified must have been just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish that would have happened to me. I wish it would, could have felt that where you go, wow, that's that's from the other side. Yeah. That's something yeah, I would have, I, I would love to have felt yeah. that. Yeah, you know, just to get Damn, some. that's crazy. I know. Thank you, Che. Thanks for that. Yes, thank you, Che. He's a great guy. Yep. Um, all right. Let's wrap up the season. Oh, oh. Can you believe this? 20 episodes? Uh, wow. This is your one of your favorites. You, I think you ended the book with this. Didn't you, this it, story, David, David Gerard? Yeah. Yeah. Great. So I, I have like, you know, again, how many stories in the book? 200. 237. Okay. So top three for me, this is one in the top three. Um, And I'll set you up. You saw him at the credit union. Is That's, that what? Yeah. So that's what I'm going to say. Okay. So what happened was I was writing the book at this time and I was out looking for anybody. <laughs> Who, who's my next victim, you know, that, that worked at Greystone? 
And David worked at uh, down in the trailer by the stables uh, for quite some time, and then he moved out of there into, into the city hall area. But um, he ended up. Uh, <clears throat> well, I'll, I'll let him tell the story. Yeah, don't tip it. No, I'm going to tip it. I'm going right. to tip it. It's just, uh, um, God, it's just uh, when he told me when I when I met him at the credit union, I saw him and just said, "Hey, David, how you doing?" He goes, "Hey, Cleet, what's going on?" I go, "Not much." Hey, man, I got a question for you. <laughs> go, sure. And I said, "Did anything ever happen to you at, at, at Greystone?" He goes, "What? What do you mean? I mean, like like paranormal." Yeah, well, he was like, he did not want to talk about it. I go, David, come on, man. I've known you like 15 years. Just, I, I just want once, five minutes. Give me five minutes. All right, all right. He had never told anybody, by the way. And we walked Including? out. Including? Uh, you'll, you'll find out. We walked out. Don't tip it. Right. We walked out if into he the- he tells this story, you, hey, this is no, set up, right? this is not it. We walked out to the parking lot. Instead of five minutes, it was 17 minutes, because I remember watching Marley. Oh, this was in the parking lot of the credit union? Of the credit union. Oh. And he told me this, and I was riveted. It's so out there and All so right. far let beyond. The, let the audience I have to tell you myself. Yeah. Let them make the decision. So what he how, did was, yeah. okay, go ahead. go ahead. How riveting it is. Yes. So it was probably, I don't even know, when the trailer was down there, 2000, maybe nine. 2008, 2009, and the trailer was at the lower area of Greystone, and I came in to do an um, event at, at, um, on Rodeo Drive in the middle of the night. So, so like, like what time in the middle of the night? So what the deal was is that I worked out on Rodeo Drive until about 2.30 in the morning, and we had a break, and I went up to Greystone where my office was, and I sat at, the, at, at my desk, which was... It overlooked the parking lot, and it was you could close the door, and it was the last office on the end. There was two offices there in a main lobby area. I was the one that that you could look at. I had the I had the window view of the parking lot. And that was a trailer, right? That was the trailer. Okay. So I went in there, and I was checking emails, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to take a half hour snooze because it's two thirty, three o'clock in the morning." Mm-hmm. And the guys were starting to come in at four thirty in the morning. Okay, mm-hmm. so. I worked all night. I said, hey, I'll take a half hour snooze. And as I was sitting there, this was the old computer was sitting there. This is what was weird, is that I turned the computer off and I sat there and I put my head back and the door was open, but the office door was open, but the 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 door to come into the trailer mm-hmm. was kind of in the middle of the trailer. There was nobody there. And I'm kind of like not asleep, but I'm just kind of keeping my eyes back there, just kind of resting for a minute. And all of a sudden, I hear something knock on the door, like a knock. Okay? It's, you look out the, 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 the window, and there was one light out there. There was no cars except for my city truck. And you can see when people come in the gate, there's mm-hmm. no other way to get into Greystone. There was nobody there, especially at 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I hear this knock on the door and it freaked me out. And I said, um, I'm not going to answer that door at 2.30 in the morning because it is dark and there is nobody up here. 
So I sat what, there. What were you thinking that it could be? Just some like homeless guy? So, or? but this is the deal: is that there, there. I have seen deer going into the property. I have seen deer either walk by the trailer or up on the the, the main lawn. This this was like a like a knock, and I said, "Bad." <laughs> I am not, it, it freaked me out. So I, I closed the door to my office because this was the side door to get into the trailer. Mm-hmm. I closed the door, my door to my office and sat there and thought, oh my God, what, I, I didn't know what to do. I kind of froze. But this is what's weird is when I looked out the window, there was an illumination of something that went across the that wall that was there because the trailer was up against that brick wall. And then this was before the drive, the driveway kind of went, it's different now, but the driveway went up the middle and I saw that I felt and saw this presence of something that it was like a ghost. It was like a white illumination of something that went by and I could feel it. And tell me what you mean by you could feel you it. Could, like that, the hairs on your arms stood up and you're like, you didn't know what it was, but you could see it. The like the color of your shirt, like the white. Yeah like purple, like almost translucent. And, and I had blinds. I remember because there was just like mini blinds on that window. They were like, they were open, not like just like Mm -hmm. where you could see through the mini blinds. Yeah. yeah. And whatever that thing was went up towards the driveway out of my sight. And I said, I'm not getting the out of this trailer. Victor, of all people, always came in early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not leaving here until some one of my guys comes in. And, and did you not leave? I did not leave. And that's, that's, that's what I saw. And then Victor came in like 40, 45 minutes later to get his coffee. And then when I saw him pull in the driveway, that's when I said, okay, I'm going to open up the door to my office. Did you tell Victor what you saw? No. You never told anybody, no. right? It freaked me out so bad I didn't even want to talk about it. I don't know what it was, and it was almost like I, I sensed it was like a, like a almost like a you know like a like in New York where they have a um, like the horse and buggy where they take you down the the the, the street mm-hmm. like you can rent one or they that's what it was like. Meaning- it was like a I felt this it it, it looked. What I felt and what I kind of saw, it, it, it reminded me of like a horse and carriage going up the the driveway. So it wasn't a it wasn't a person. It was like a a, it was like a, a vision a, a of vision of a of a horse and carriage going like an old horse and carriage, kind of like the kind where you have like a, a uh, where the old fire trucks, the original yes. fire trucks behind a horse, like that. Dude, look. <laughs> I see you got you got goosebumps. Yeah. I see. Okay. So it gives me the fucking jeebies. Okay. So but you couldn't see individuals or anything. It was just this vision of a horse and carriage in essence. Correct. And from, And it was like purple like a translucent pur- like bright purple. And and there was that illumination literally kind of lit up a little bit. Correct. As it was going up to, well, towards the gatehouse cuz up that driveway. Right. But it was it was an asphalt driveway to the main driveway and it was it and which was in front of my office door or my window and then that's where I saw it and it kind of just disappeared towards the in the driveway. It just kind of went by the window and went towards and I, I 
I just freaked out. Okay, so did you follow it as far as it could go when it dissipated, or you just went, I don't want to see anymore, I'm done? It kind of, as, as it went up the driveway and kind of turned, it, it did that turn. By the gatehouse? I, by the gatehouse, I lost it. You couldn't see it anyway. I've never heard anything like that. So that was, uh, this is probably the first time, I'd have to look, it was like 2000, probably 2008 or two, because I started in 2002, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah, probably at 2008, 2009, because we, they had me come in for Rodeo Drive the first night that they did it. I remember that. And then, every, I've done that every year, but that was the first year that I came in, and they, and we, we can't, was in it like at six o'clock at night, and we worked till two o'clock in the morning. And then I had a break, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to stay. And I just went back to my office. Now, did it freak you out to, like, the next time being in the office or any time at night down there that you might see it again? So when they moved the trailer to the where it is now, mm-hmm. still my office, I went in there one time. I had to pick something up out of the stables. And once again, it was pitch dark at 2 o'clock in the morning. I did not see anything, but I was freaked the f*** out because it was so dark. And I didn't want to see anything come down that driveway. Okay. I, I totally understand that. So, and then another thing is I brought my wife up here for her 40th birthday, which was almost four years ago, and my kids. And we went and ate at Bouchon, whatever one it was there. Mm-hmm. I said, hey... My youngest daughter says, hey, where do you, show me where your office is. So this is about 1030 at night. And I opened up the gate and we drove up the West Courtyard to the mansion. Yeah. And my daughter asked me, she says, is that where all the ghosts, is that where like bad things have happened here? Right. And I, and I said, well, yeah. And there's some stories of some ghosts and things like that. And as I rolled down the window, I turned around in the, in the, in the driveway, the West Courtyard. Yep. And I looked at my wife and I said, it's completely different when it's so dark up here. I said, it's time to go. And we drove down and went to Tower Records. Okay. Anytime, I was never scared in the daytime when people were up there. But when it's pitch dark and there is nobody there, no. No. And I don't get freaked out with stuff like that, but that thing freaked me the f*** out. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever for this. the whatever was going up that I don't know what it, it was like a, it was like an old fire truck with a horse going up the driveway. And like and then like the movie like Avatar, you know where it's all like mm-hmm. translucent like yeah. that. That's what it was like. What do you think it was? What do you it think was it a, was? It was a ghost. It was a it was I don't know. It was a presence of a horse and a buggy going up the hill. It was a presence of something. It was real, it was, though. It was real, right? I mean, it, it actually, this actually happened. You're not, because you're not sleeping and thinking no. like that? No. Okay. Yeah, wow. Okay. No. It was, it was weird. Did it change your perception of that location then from then on? Because you'd heard about ghosts. Yeah. But but you went, okay, people talk about it. But once you saw that. Yeah. 
it just I, I, I choose not to let my mind go there which is why I've never talked to, to this about it with anybody except you okay because you've never I've known you I don't know how many years 15 years whatever you've never said this to me yeah because that stuff I, I don't believe in that stuff but after that night it was hard to say that it didn't happen because it you're happened a, you're a believer now yeah. yeah I don't know what the I don't know what it was I mean I it was like a ghost mm-hmm. it was as it was like I said it was like the thing in Avatar where it's all translucent that purpley clear white it's like the like the color of your shirt almost yeah. like that white but purple and it was just it was weird and you felt the energy off of that yeah. I mean, but how far away, how close did it ever come to? Well, it probably about from here. Well, outside the window, the driveway, probably from here, what, 12, 15 feet? Okay, yeah. So from that, from, feet? from that 15 feet, you could feel the energy off of that apparition. Yeah, and I could see the, 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 it's like almost like a neon, the light from it. You could, like, almost like a fluorescent light. You could feel, you could see it. So you could see it and you could feel it. Yeah. Wow. That is awesome to me. I <laughs> wish that happened to me. I'd love to see something. So like that was, and that was it. And then it just went around the driveway by the gatehouse, and then it was just kind of was gone. It just was dark again. So let's put it this way: it was so clear that if somebody was driving by or came into the parking lot, how could you not see it? So who knocked at your door? I don't know. Was it somebody on that horse and carriage that wanted you to see them, or was it? Don't know. Somebody wanted but to get it in. Was, it was. I mean, like a full-on a knock. Solid. And if a deer, if if let's say a, an animal did that, an animal doesn't knock like a knock. No. It was a knock. Yeah. It wasn't like footsteps on the no. ramp. It was a knock. On it was the a door. knock on the door. So this wasn't, this wasn't a person. This was just, a, it was like a, like I said, like an old, like an old fire between a carriage and, and, and a fire carriage. Like those old, yeah. you know, before they had fire trucks. So right, it's like right, a, a right. horse and buggy. Like a horse and carriage type thing. But you didn't see any people no. any kind of... But the horse was just... But you could see, like the you know the reins, yeah, and the it, how they they attach it to the to the horse, right, right. You could, just, you could you could see, see that. that. You could literally see the reins from the horse to, to the, the carriage. carriage, and it went by, and it just went up the hill and just kind of went to the left and disappeared. Man, and that was it. But the knock on the door. That's when I went. Oh, f- I'm not going out there because it's. It's pitch dark, man. Yeah. Oh, I know. It gets really dark down there. Still is. Pitch dark. And even if you had some crazy bastard up there, you open up the door. How is anybody going to know? Is that it for him? Yeah. Because here's something he also said that I remember, um, and it was probably in, in another conversation. The carriage had lights on all four corners, he said. Hmm. On all four corners, and he said the wood of this is how specific he was. He said the wood of the carriage looked like old barn wood, mm. like a, an old barn that had been out in the weather. 
Yeah. That's what the wood looked like oh. around the carriage. Ooh. I mean, that's specific. And if you think about it, Chris, um, they had a firehouse there, right? Remember at the at, at I think it was episode one I talked about it was 429 acres originally. That was the firehouse for 429 acres. Right. So if something happened, they had to get the horse to the carriage and with the water cylinder and go out to the fire. And this is going up toward that area. Hmm. So, and that's not the only horse story we have. We have another one in the book yeah, that's like that just one. off the charts too. Is that the greatest though? Man? Yeah, that was Golly. wonderful. That, and d- you're not going to get anybody straighter than David. Yeah, he's very, now, he doesn't did, believe in no. this stuff. Did he ever tell his wife? I mean, she knows now if she watches this or listens to <laughs> she'll, it. She'll know now. Uh, no, he told me that he never told his wife. I was the only one he ever told. Wow. Yeah. And now you've outed him for... Well, but he's in the book, too. Yeah, so that's true. She read, that's true. I gave him a book, so if, if oh, he okay. you know, read okay. the book. Yeah. So, boy, thanks, David. One of my favorite stories of all time. Yeah. To see something like that. That blew my mind. Well, it's very clear, very concise, articulate... You but know, I, I, but that's why I was thinking when he was, I didn't prompt him. Right. I said, okay, okay. Well, and there was this illumination. Okay. I didn't say of a person, of a ghost, of a, I wanted to, and then he tells me it's a carriage and it just blew my <laughs> mind. I was going like, what? God, that's And that's so when crazy. you were doing the book. So yeah. you thought, oh, this is. Oh, this is, I knew it was like gold. Yeah. Cause it is. Yeah, man. He's, wow. he's just the greatest, too. He's, I love this guy. He's great. Well, guy. I, I, I have to say, this has been quite an adventure to do this, to take this on. We've never even thought about doing it. And we had some, you know, talk about it. We talked a little bit about doing the podcast and all that stuff. So it's, it's been really, really fun. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a few things to share before we, we jettison. But uh, why don't you, why don't I, I, Give my little thank yous. Yeah, we'll do that. Do and then that. we can set up the uh Yeah, do, do your final thing. thing. And I'll join. I'll jump Okay. In. Do you want to start? No, I I just want to say that, again, what, what Chris said is that um, he asked me you want to do a podcast, and I said no, because I didn't see what the point of doing a podcast would be. And uh, I thought we were just going to use our, our cell phone and and set it on the table and just right. go, hey, everybody, you know, so right. what happened to me? When all that stuff. And then... After I said yes, within a week, this you know we get in a studio, we get in a studio, and yeah, a studio, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, so uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody who came forward. That's in the book, mm-hmm. and again, not to promo the book, but I'm going to do it right now. Oh, sorry, that's a promo. There it is. Look at right on top of the the big fella. Um, we uh, are very proud of this book. Yeah, and and it's like work. you know. 237 stories, what have you, and uh, we've just heard, what, 60 of the 237? So if you dig this stuff, just check it out. Yeah, we've, we've heard between 60 and 90 stories over okay. the, during the, this podcast. This is what, how amazing is that? Yeah. So I just, want, I just want to thank all the people that came forward that, that I interviewed all my friends who are the Rangers. I love you guys. And the people that had the nerve to come forward that I didn't know, mm-hmm. that were working on the theater and mm-hmm. all that stuff that came forward and said, hey, this really happened to me. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, also, thank you. I love oh. you and, and I appreciate you for asking me to do this. 
and be a, be another part of a creative adventure between ourselves. Yeah, it's my favorite thing it's in my the life. Best thing to do. Yeah, and um, so uh, thank you all. He has some other people. Just yeah, to I chat. just want to make sure I, I jotted these down today. And uh, people have probably already gone anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they turned it off. They don't wait because don't don't leave because I've got some really something special at the end of the show. We do. It's yeah. very funny. Go ahead. Um, but uh, thank you. My thank yous that I jotted down. First and foremost, uh, Cleet. Thank you, sir. Uh, most talented person I've ever known. Uh, I love him and I love working with him. Thank you. Uh, we'll always have. Yeah. We, we always do have fun. Yeah. And uh, thank you for allowing me to use your studio thank you see we yes, got a studio a studio that's been that's put you out for about three months just because i had to drive to the studio for yeah three months. you're gonna find out it. you're gonna find out at the end of this what does that mean and you'll see um and to the 86 people that we interviewed yeah that, that are in the book thank you yeah, very much yeah, thank you um our producer Yes. Miss LKK. Okay. Okay. Couldn't yeah. have done it without her. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um there would be no po- podcast literally without LKK yeah. and we thank you for that. She's as always amazing as and has helped us out in as always. many 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 projects. Yeah. Um Ari uh at Beverly Hills uh that's the gentleman I was talking to. He's a great guy. Uh that's who I was talking to about starting this and he goes you guys should do it. And I was, well, I don't know what's, and he just drilled me for a couple of minutes. And then I walked away from him and thought, I think maybe we can do that. He, he thinks we can do it. I'll just research the equipment and see what we can come up with. And that was really fun. Wow. And then also, uh, the Ariadna, um, who is forever my inspiration, Ari, you know, um, she's the one that we, I brought her the book. She was in the hospital. I brought her the book and she looks at it and she goes, you should, it was called The Ghosts of Greystone. And she just looks at it. She's a little girl. At that time. At that time. Yeah. And she said, you don't need the the. And I went, that's brilliant. Should have taken the book Go, back. Should have hit I'm her over the head with it. <laughs> Ghosts of Greystone, that's brilliant. And uh-huh. so I've called her the Ariadna uh, since then. Um, nice. And then to Christy, obviously, my wife, whose honesty and love has changed my life literally she's an incredible person uh casey yes casey who my uh, sister who cleet held out in front of him to protect himself in episode 10 don't listen to that that was a mistake yeah and for her never-ending love and support casey you are we love you casey as dad says you are her you are his angel yeah yeah and uh, I know everybody now. Ever we've lost everybody. Yeah, we lost everybody. They don't everybody. care. We're almost done though. But I got some yeah. stuff for you that's you're gonna love. Okay. Gonna love. Um, many yeah. other many other people to thank, but you know who you are. Uh, particularly lifelong friends like Bill, Bill, mm-hmm. Joe, Javier. Yep. You guys are there forever. Yep. And uh, finally, to our parents who allowed us to carve our paths freely, um, we miss them. Miss them yeah. terribly. Yeah. And now. Yeah. After that, we've lost probably we have probably three more people here. Maybe. Uh, go ahead and set this <laughs> Christy? up now. Christy's probably Christy list. Casey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And Bill and Joe and Javier. There you go. We got five. Um, it, he'll set this up. What, yeah. what you're going to see uh, for those of you who are listening, it may not it, it won't, won't translate, translate at yeah. all. Yeah. But uh, so jump to YouTube. There'll be a chapter marker for it, and you can go right to it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do that. Yeah. Th- this um, what we'll do before our final goodbyes here. But what I want to tell you, what you're going to get into is we used to, at Greystone, the Rangers, uh, um, we used to try to scare each other. And how we did it was 
we made up this dummy. Who's we? Who started that? Probably Steve Clark. Yeah, probably you. I don't Cleet think so. Did. I, don't I really know. Don't th- I honestly think it was Steve. It, it could yeah. have been, but the, I'm, I'm... The wig was mine. <laughs> okay. I don't know how well, to... Well, I'm hedging the bet toward you, but go ahead. <laughs> um, so we, we found this, this statue kind of dummy thing, and we dressed it up and made it look absent. We'll put photos on there for you. Absolutely frightening. And... There were times that I would take this, it's like six three, six four, <laughs> big, big. I would take this thing, I'd load it downstairs into the Grand Hall, go all the way to the East Court to the door where Brooke, remember Brooke saw the girl go across at night? I would hide behind the door and I'd wait for tours sometimes to come through. And they would always come to that door and, oh, look inside. Look inside the window to the grand hall, and I'd have this huge dummy, and I'd just go, mm. I'd lean this thing from uh. they would scream, and I'd pull it back and I'd run and hide so they couldn't <laughs> find me. So we would do this to each other. And I honest to God, and there's some I couldn't find them all, and some we didn't record because I wasn't we're never gonna do anything like this. No. But we did record a couple, and you're gonna see those. Uh, pretty soon here for those who are... We're going to see it right now. Okay, right now you're going to see these. And, and, and we'll come right back. We have, we have to bleep a lot. And it's it, honestly, of course, it's me twice and Chris once mm, yeah. is when uh, we were scared. It was probably Dan setting it up, by yeah, the way. I'm an easy target. Yeah, well, trust me. So, yeah. All right, so let's, let's look okay. at those right now. Okay. Or listen to them as well. All right. I mean, we were, it would scare the oh, hell out of me. Just freaky. I mean, you, it's just so scary. And that thing's still there, by the way. So, oh, it is? Yeah, it's still up there. Oh. Yeah. In fact, we have one I think I can find. Uh, well, we'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, listen, love you for being there for us. And uh, this is it for us. So this is a documentation of the ghost of Greystone from the people, the words themselves. Mm-hmm. And it'll never be done again. Nope. This is it. And I'm thrilled we got to do 20 episodes, which blows my mind. Incredible. The first one we did, we go, what are we going to do? We got through it, and we thank you. And the main thing from all this is what I say every show is just because you can't see it 
like Andrea in the restroom looking in the mirror and having her hair pulled, <laughs> just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. Thank you, everybody, for being there for us. A hundred horses in five freight trains Couldn't yeah. drag me into that early grave I've cashed in the mistakes I've made While God rode shotgun from a million miles away I don't wake in sorrow, I don't walk in shame I don't deal in hearsay, I don't dwell in blame Sometimes it's best to forget what I know and what they say This ain't that day